Welcome to the All In Gold podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to go all in on your business goals and create the life of your dreams. If you're new to business and you're determined to create productive habits and positive mindsets to set you up for success, this show is for you. I'm your host and coach, Linda Drozdowich, and I'm thrilled for you to join me on this journey to business gold. Let's go all in. Hey, how is everyone? I am doing great. I am just on edge like everyone else watching the election results in the States. So, oh, fingers crossed. Uh, Fingers crossed we have seen the end of this Trump era. And uh, yeah, we can move forward still working on creating better results for everyone in terms of racism. There's a clear message from this election that we need to challenge ourselves even more, dig deeper, be more vocal, um, and really do better. So, but uh, let's hope that we can all rest assured that at least the person in charge is somebody that uh, we can find some sort of thread of respect for. So, Uh, I am going today, I was going to do an Ask Me Anything. And, you know, one thing that I was writing about today was that everyone has a human brain that works in a similar way. It is designed to scan our environments for dangers, right? That's how our brains evolved. And it still does that. And, you know, now it's not scanning the environment for saber-toothed tigers, I hope that's a good reference. Yeah, let's let's go with that one. Um, but now it's designed to um, mostly to keep us from feeling shame. Like that's what the brain is constantly doing. It's scanning our environments for dangers. You know, don't walk out into a busy street and don't take a risk because you might feel embarrassed. You know, like those are the things that the brain is constantly scanning for. So the brain is very powerful and... there's the dog. Um, If you give it questions to answer that are better questions than simply always scanning the environment for dangers, it will get to work on solving the questions that you give it. So ask it better questions. You know, if you're, if you're contemplating doing something that is Uh, challenging and your brain is uh, flipping out and saying don't do it it's too hard you're gonna look foolish you're gonna be embarrassed it's gonna be painful people are gonna judge you ask yourself a different line of questioning ask yourself how can I make this fun Uh, how can I make delightful how can I find inspiration from somebody that has already done this how can I Um, how can I be the kind of person who does this task? Like what kind of person does this task and how can I be more like them? And it can be simple things. How can I dress more like them? How can I carry myself more like them? How can I show up more like a person who does this task? Giving your, your brain these kind of questions to do helps it to stop focusing so much on the potential dangers and you will generate some interesting, surprising solutions. So that was one of the things that I was doing today because I knew I was going to do an Ask Me Anything Facebook Live and I was 
yeah, my brain was going, well, you know, what are you going to ask? Like, who, you know, what, what do people want to know? You know, I've got some questions from emails, but what, what questions should I ask myself or answer? And, um, and then I, I gave myself a better question. I said, well, how can I make this fun? I want to do this. If I'm going to do this, I want to do it. And it could be fun. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Vogue does that really fun thing where they ask all these celebrities 73 questions. And like, oh my gosh, like the people that I love the most, like Eugene, um, Dan Levy. Well, I love Eugene Levy, but Dan Levy, of course. Lizzo has done one. What's her name? Phoebe Waller from Fleabag. I mean, just the people that I adore right now. And so I thought, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do 23 questions with Linda Drozdowich. And uh, let's see how that goes. I wrote out the questions, so they're not, <laughs> but I didn't really allow myself to think about them too much to plan the answers. So let's just see what happens. I will surprise myself and I'm sure I will surprise you. So 23 questions, 23 Vogue questions with Linda Drozdowich. Okay, I'll go. Uh, what's the first thing you thought of this morning? The first thing I thought of this morning was, is that the dog whining? I need to get him out. So that was the first thing. What's making you feel positive these days? The dog, I, you know, I resisted getting a puppy for so long. And I am so glad I did. It's just so great to be outside with him. He's so much fun. I mean, he's a lot of work, but he's so much fun. So the dog is 100% making me feel positive these days. What am I adamant about keeping up over this next, uh, over winter, over the pandemic? What am I adamant to keep up? For me, that's walking. Um, no matter what, I myself need to be out in nature. I need to be moving my body. There's days, sure, that I don't get to it, but it's my way of processing my emotions. It's my way of uh, clearing my head. And it's even my way of celebrating when something really good is happening. Like my mind immediately goes, I should go for a walk. Like it's just, it's this, this way of processing my life. Um, I, I think that's the thing. I process my life in two ways. I process my life walking outside in nature and I process my life by writing. So that's one thing that I am adamant that I will not be giving up. Uh, is there a habit I'm trying to give up? Well, I've had a lifelong struggle with staying up too late and sleeping in. Like it's, it's been, you know, a hard one to break. And yet I know the benefits of getting better sleeps and, um, you know, waking up earlier and getting on top of the day and just feeling, you know, feeling good in the morning. So I started this process, um, Oh, I don't even know when. Oh, it's been at least a couple of years that I started the process of getting up earlier. But now with the dog, it's brilliant. I have no choice. Like Lucy sleeps with the dog all night. So she's already done her duty. Zoe takes over usually around um, mid-morning. So I'm getting up first thing and there's no avoiding it. Like, because I don't want him to pee in the house. So I, I get up with him and it's so nice to be up with the the sun and seeing the sunrise. And uh, so that's something, the habit that I have struggled my whole life to break. I feel like I'm, I'm on, 
like right there. I'm, I'm breaking it and I'm very proud of myself. Am I an introvert or an extrovert? You know what? I would have said years ago, a hundred percent that I was an introvert because I love alone time. Uh, like, you know, when I talk about the things that recharge me, you know, walking and that's walking by myself or with a podcast in my ears, but it's, it's by myself and writing. Like those are the two things that recharge me and um, being alone recharges my energy. Being with a group of people I love. If you know me, I'm a total people person. I love being around people. I love, um, love getting to know people. Like I really adore that whole interaction, but it's draining, more draining for me to be with people than it is to be by myself. So normally that would be the qualification that says whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, but what I've read recently that I love is that personality isn't permanent. And all of those things that we use to define us, like Enneagrams and introvert and extrovert and Myers-Briggs and all that kind of stuff, it's not permanent. It's not a fixed personality that we just have to have for the rest of our lives. One of my biggest goals is to um, influence women and young women to play a bigger game, to be financially independent, to be uh, in business for themselves and be creative in those businesses. And to do that, I have to, not have to, but I want to public speak. I do workshops, I get online. And a lot of those things an introvert would not be, you know, seeking out. But just because that that is part of my personality does not mean that can't change. And it, it, if the goal is important enough to me or to you, you can work with your personality and you can actually change your personality. So it is definitely possible to change whether you are leaning towards more introverted or extroverted. You can shift that. So interesting. I wouldn't have said that two years ago, but I definitely say that now. Have I always lived in Winnipeg? I grew up in Winnipeg in St. Vital, and uh, I actually own a home where I walk, you know, and I can see the home that I grew up in across the river, um, which is, you know, very dear to my heart. Um, but no, I spent 10 years in Vancouver. Both my daughters, Zoe and Lucy, were born in Vancouver, um, and I uh, I loved it. I, I loved the outdoor culture. I loved... I actually liked the rain too. I don't know. It, it, to me, it beat minus 40. Um, and uh, I came back to Winnipeg when the kids were, um, Zoe was three and Lucy was one and uh, to be around family. And uh, I love Winnipeg. I love the family and friends. And uh, I, I came back. Um, what superhero do you identify with? Um, <laughs> this is a funny question. I don't really identify with superheroes. Um, I <laughs> Zoe wanted me to watch some of the Marvel movies with her, which are really fun. Like they're 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 kind of fun to watch. Um, but uh, the the character that I related to was Marissa Tomei, the mother of of Spider Man. <laughs> so she had no superpowers, but she's a mom of a teenager, and that requires all the power in the world. So that's who I identify with. Um, when do you write? I write all the time. I write, I like right now, one, two, three, 
four. I have four journals surrounding me at all times, practically when I'm at home. Um, you know, I have to-do list. I have like a journal that I do um, just more like my processing my thoughts and emotions. I have an inspirational journal. I have one where I've got notes for the things that I need to do that day. Like I am, I am surrounded by um, the written word and my own written word all day long. So that's when I write. Uh, what's an embarrassing moment you can laugh about now? I'm trying to think of an embarrassing moment that I can laugh about now. You know, none come to mind right off the bat, but I've gotten better at managing my embarrassment. Like I used to be the kid who would go beat red every time she had to talk in class. And I still do. Like I still will self-flushing if I'm on stage or if I'm doing a live or something. And I've learned to, like before, it just used to shut me down. I would feel so self-conscious. Um, and, uh, you know, I it stopped me from doing things because I was, I did not want to feel that embarrassment. I did not want to feel that physical flush of my face. Uh, which to me triggered the thought, like, everybody knows I'm embarrassed. Everybody can tell I'm uncomfortable. Um, but learning thought work and learning how to process emotions and how feeling that feeling is not going to kill me. It's not the end of the world. And um, it's been tremendously freeing. So, um, yes, processing embarrassment. Because I do things all day long that... that <laughs> that make me feel self-conscious and make me feel like have doubt. And so um, I've, I've had to learn to, to deal with it. Um, what book have you read recently that positively shaped your life? I read so much. Oh, um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle uh, has been just beautiful book. And uh, by her, the other one by her wife, uh, Abby Wambach, uh, Wolfpack, both are just so incredibly empowering. Love them both. Oh, why do I want to work with women in business? Because that's what I do. Uh, I am a coach for women in business. Why that? You know, I went into business uh, a couple of years ago and I was doing more writing and editing. And the more I got to doing, you know, business kind of stuff, the more women I met and the more I saw this commonality of the self-doubt and the um, procrastination and, oh, just the unwillingness to show up, the fear of judgment, uh, the perfectionism, all of these I started to see in other women. And it was such a revelation to me because I had no idea that these things had been holding me back from so many dreams uh, that I had given up on. And so I really had a very powerful shift to think I want not only to help myself through this, I want to help other women. I want to help young, young women, girls, I, that, that pain of being stuck in, in wanting to do more, but not knowing what was holding us back. Um, it was just lit up this passion in me and this mission in me. So that is why working with women in business. Um, I mean, I've been a lifelong feminist and I, uh, yeah, it just really, it really came, came to fruition for me. Um, what do I think of the election in the U.S.? 
I said at the beginning, I am just praying for a win for Joe Biden, um, but I am concerned for the lack of compassion people are showing to each other, the divisiveness between sides, and that we seem to have stopped having the ability of trying to, compassion is literally trying to live, like trying to get into somebody else's shoes and, and see what they're thinking and and so you can relate to them heart to heart as a human. And there seems to be an alarming neglect of that skill. So I am I am hoping that people will, uh, that, that will be a driving force going forward that we can start to live in each other's shoes a bit more and feel into each other's hearts. Um, that's what I think about the election. Um, how does your past play a role in your biz? Um, I talked about this before. Um, one of the things that I loved since I was small was um, uh, reading and writing. And my business takes a tremendous amount of reading and writing. And I love the fact of, to me, social media, even though it's a pain in the ass and it can be all the things I know, I think it's a revelation that women have access to publishing their thoughts and their words and their ideas for all the world to see. They get to choose to publish. They get to, they are not waiting for a permission from somebody else or some grand judgment that says, yes, your words are worth being published. Your ideas are worth being seen. I think it's incredible that women um, get to um, just publish their words. So um, I am speaking to my past self that uh, your words are important. Your words need to be read and you need to have them displayed for people to experience because you don't know who needs to hear what you have to say. And there's a space for your words. There's a space for your thoughts. People need them. I have no idea who said this, but I've always loved it. The poem does not belong to the poet. The poem belongs to the person who needs those words. And I love that. So getting my words out there is, is part of uh, the role that my past has played. Um, how did grow up in, growing up in Winnipeg shape your business? I think growing up in Winnipeg shapes my business is that Winnipeg uh, women I see as uh, so creative, like because our winters are so long and so cold, we've developed these um, skills and talents and crafts and work that takes time and patience that we've had to develop because we are indoors a lot of the time for half of our year we can be indoors and uh, we've had to develop this real creativity um, I think we are a genuinely caring community I think we have our challenges that uh, we need to face more racism a hundred percent is uh, I think Winnipeg's uh, deepest flaw. And that is one thing that I, as a business owner, am seeking to be um, uh, be mindful of, to make sure that the things that I'm doing in my business are 
addressing uh, issues of racism. Um, if I am being asked to speak at a conference, I make sure that that conference is diverse. If I'm being asked to be on a panel, I make sure that panel is diverse. Um, I turn down things that are not uh, representative. So that's how growing up in Winnipeg shaped my business. Uh, what's a creative risk you've taken? This right now, I take creative risks constantly. Creative risks uh, get easier the more you do them, the more practice you have, especially with writing. Um, I love challenging myself to tell the truth. Um, just tell the truth. And that that's that's hard. <laughs> but it's it's a wonderful thing because the more you tell the truth, the more permission it gives somebody else to tell their truth. And we need to we need to hear each other's truths in, in that I think that helps to have compassion for each other and um it helps all of us process our embarrassment and uh you know it, it's all coming together. What are you most proud of? I could say my kids, but I'm not gonna. Uh, they're their own people. I, I always went by the parenting philosophy that I wasn't going to take responsibility for their failures. So I'm not going to take responsibility for their successes. They're their own people. They are making their own decisions. I guide them as best I can. But uh, I think I'm most proud of the fact that I am 55 and I have not given up on creating the life and business and dreams that I want. That's what I'm most proud of. Who are your celebrity crushes? Hmm. Oh, I have so many. I have so many. Who did I mention early? Dan Levi, Lizzo, and uh, oh, Phoebe Waller. Is it Kate Bates? One, I can't remember. Huge crush on all of them. Um, and to, to me, crushes like just like I just like adore them and want to have dinner with them and like just sit across the table with them and laugh with them. That's, that's my idea of a crush. Um, what have you binge watched lately? Uh, Fleabag for sure. Um, and uh, I love comedians. Like I am just a huge fan, like comedians in cars, getting coffee. Um, my next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman, anything like that. Any comedians. Um, are you divorced? Yes, I am. And a little known fact is that I've been divorced twice. That's something that you might want to sit across from me and have a coffee with me about. <laughs> what advice do you have for someone going through divorce? Um, compassion, compassion, compassion for your ex, for yourself. That's my, my advice. Um, my favorite podcast right now is uh, Simone Seals. Uh, I think she's changed it to joyful marketing. She is a delight, a breath of fresh air. And she talks about finding the joy in marketing, finding the fun in doing uh, things like this um, and being yourself and uh, taking up your space in this world. Uh, what do you have planned for the rest of the day? I have a, another meeting at one um, with a woman that I reached out to online to do a, a virtual coffee chat. Um, and then I have a meeting with the Winnipeg World Trade Center at three to go over a, a networking workshop that I'm doing on the 18th.
Oh, and then I will be interspersing that with posting on social media, uh, announcing uh, Business Reboot Bootcamp, which starts Tuesday. And, uh, you know, I'll be doing that. Uh, what would I say to anyone in a creative slump? I would say go for a walk, make some tea. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. To me is... Coffee gets me too jazzed up. I, I had to give up coffee years ago. Um, tea stimulates my brain. Go for a walk, come back, make a pot of tea, whatever kind of tea. Sit down with a journal, set a timer for 10 minutes. Write, I am thinking about, and then just write, stream of consciousness, do not stop. When that 10 minutes is up, I want you to set another 10 minute timer and write, I am not thinking about and go that last 10 minutes. When you write about what I'm not thinking about that gets at the underbelly of your mind. It gets you into thoughts that you are pushing away resistance, things that you wish you could try things that you're holding yourself back from wild and wacky creative ideas that you want to bring into this world. That's, um, that's, my advice for you. So if you were in a creative slump, which I hope you're not, but if you are, that's the best strategy ever to get out of one. And I use it all the time, actually. Um, but I'm very rarely in a creative slump because I'm just so delighted to be creating right now and offering up things to the world that it's rare that I, it's really rare that I can think of something to talk about. So hope you enjoyed the 23 questions. Um, let me know if you have any questions and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the All In Gold podcast with me, your host, Linda Drozdowich. If you're loving what you're learning in the podcast and want more coaching tools to help your business grow, go to lindadrozdowich.com and hop on a call with me to see if one-on-one -on -one All In Gold coaching is right for you. Bring your business and life to the next level. Go to lindadrozdowich.com and let's go all in.